to Wide Wolf Love. I am Christina Crowley. And if you hear some huffing and puffing around me, that's because I just got home, giving Violet and Millie a big walk. It's a beautiful day here today. It is about 60 degrees out, and uh, it was perfect. No wind, beautiful, early, early spring, late winter day. <laughs> and so I hope you're doing well. Now, today what I want to talk about is something, you know, I kind of thought about when I was out walking uh, with the girls. There were a lot of other people out and Violet is probably 80 pounds and Millie's probably a good 75. They're big dogs. And I have to have a way of making them behave. So it is through training and I do do a lot of training with them. But I think the biggest, most important part of that is how I talk to them my tone. And then they also look at me and they see my facial expressions. That is the biggest part in communicating with my dogs. Now, it's it's one thing for us to be walking and nobody to be out and me to be practicing, making them do what I need them to do. And another, when somebody else is walking, two dogs going by and both of them want to meet. And I'm not sure if either of them is going to be nice to the other. I'm sure if you're out walking your dog, you've had the same instant. And so that's what comes up is how do you talk to your dogs? For me, it is good girl, sit down. Oh, and she just looks at me, lay down. Because I do kind of sometimes make them lay down when the sidewalk's wide enough. It's just my own thing. Rather than sit down, hold. You, you can tell the difference in my voice there. One is snotty and the other is praising them. May A nice kind of a tone to help them be good. And also it helps when somebody walking by you, they don't hear you being snotty. Though sometimes they do. Sometimes they do hear that about me because it, it does come back to patience. I talked about patience in one of the earlier episodes. Patience is if you can do it and if you can keep on doing it with your dogs when they're behaving and when they're not, especially when they're not, is is the better way of going about it because it has better long-term results. Your voice being in, in a good tone and they do watch your face. They do read your face to see what your eyebrows are doing, what your, if you're scrunching your face, they do read that bit of body language. And my Millie is, for lack of a better word, she's very timid. She was very, very timid for the first year of her life. And I'm a loud, brassy girl. That's just kind of who I am. And my way of talking is sometimes like this, and it's very matter of fact, and it's ABCD. It's not always happy, good girl, good puppy. It's not always like that. And that's what she responds to. Those deep, dark tones scare her. And when you're out walking, wanting them to behave, those deep, dark tones don't always mix. I had an instance yesterday when I was getting some boxes in off the porch, had some deliveries, and they thought they were going for a walk. <laughs> they were not going for a walk. So, but they went out the door. They didn't realize they didn't have their leash or their collar on. I didn't freak out. I used my nice tone and I told them to get back in the house, to come on and get back in the house. Come on. And then I got them in the house and then I got my packages. And about 20 minutes later, we did go for a walk. It was my tone of voice that kept any possible distraction for them not a distraction. 
It got them in the house. It kept them safe. And that goes back to they can be trained to do things, but will they do it when you're in a real world experience? And I find that the tone of my voice is my biggest helper. And also my body language. I did keep my body language and my face in that happy. They might have been able to tell the difference. And then that also brings to when you do have a tone of voice, when you're scared or when you're frightened or when you're like some other tone of voice, they do pay attention to that. I know that, uh, I, I don't remember the exact circumstance, but there was one time I was out with Millie and my other dog that had passed passed and they heard a certain tone of voice at me. And I, I don't know why I was nervous or whatever it was. But they stopped and they knew it and they just, they just behaved. They knew it was different. That wasn't who I was. So keep in mind when you're walking your dog, when you're training your dog, when you're doing some refreshing training with your dog, to keep that in mind, to keep that tone of voice, to realize that they do read us. They listen to us. And then another thing I want to talk about today is when they listen to us, talk to your dogs. I do talk to my dogs because, you know, I'm at home, home, I am at home alone a lot. And uh, so I do talk to them. I'm like, come on, girls, let's go downstairs. Let's go upstairs. What's on TV? I do talk to them so that they know my voice, so that they know my basic talking voice, not just my, my baby talk voice, but my talking voice so that they know that and they get used to that. And when you do that from a puppy or from when you... Um, adopt your dog on, and this even is the same for cats, when you talk to them, it does build their intelligence. They do know certain words. They do know certain words as to the tone in our voice. They probably have a hundred word vocabulary, come, sit, stop, their name. And I have probably a hundred different pet names for them. And it's all in their, my baby voice all in my sweet doggy voice because they are my sweet doggies. And so I do talk to them. It helps with their intelligence. It helps them get to know you. And it's just think of somebody lived in the same house with you and never talked to you. It, it just would be different. It would be odd. And, and I'm not talking about you with moody teenagers or somebody who's going through something, but just they are part of your household. And it is part of them getting to know you, being part of the pack. You also being pack leader, talking to them. Remember to look at your body language when you talk to them. Maybe look in the mirror every now and then. And with the normal things you say to your pet when you give them commands, look at your body language in the mirror. That can help too. And my dog walker tip for today is with it having been cold out. And I know in the States we've had a big big winter snap. And we got a lot of snow here in Colorado and it is melting today. And and another uh, example from when I was out walking my pups, uh, we saw somebody stopping and letting their dog drink from the snow melt. And, and I live in a neighborhood. I uh, live in where there's lots of cars. And what I would have to say is my main rule for my dogs is they never drink when we're outside the home unless I bring it along. I have a collapsible cup, and if I have a bottle of water, if they need that, I let them drink from that. But they never, ever get water that I don't know exactly where it came from. 
And that is because the runoff may be coming from the snow on the lawn, but I don't know what was last put on that lawn. And I don't know what kind of chemicals are running off from there. And if you're letting them drink from some sort of a mud puddle, when you're walking around your neighborhood, you don't know if oil from a car or heaven forbid, antifreeze has dripped from a car and is in that water. You don't know exactly what is in that water. So definitely, and I never, ever let them eat from anybody's hands other than mine. And that's because one, you may not know where that food has come from. And maybe even if you do, I know every now and then my dogs snap and darn it or take off my fingers. Just, just not safe. But especially the rule about drinking. No drinking when we're outside of the house unless I brought it with us and I'm giving it to them and their special collapsible rubber bowl that I bring with us from time to time. Alrighty, so I want to say thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Now, if you've liked this, please tell your friends about it. Tell a few friends about it and subscribe. I would be uh, happy to have you a subscriber and go to wagwooflove.com and sign up for the newsletter. Get some of my dog tips and get to know when there's a special episode that comes out. And you can know when that happens by signing up for the newsletter. If you have any questions, you can also ask them on the website on wagwooflove.com. All right, now, thank you very much for listening to me today because I do this for the love of all dogs. Bye-bye.